tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boostbytaxday to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. And settle in for the 15th episode of The Return of Fiber Hooligan. For those of you who are wondering who the heck I am, I am your host, Benjamin Levesay. I am, I am also the CEO of XRX, home of Stitches Events. My pronouns are he and him, and I'm prod- broadcasting from my home in Harrisburg, South Dakota. If you are tuning in for the first time, Fiber Hooligan is a podcast dedicated to bringing you interviews with the best of the fiber arts and makers world including experts, business people, designers in the craft of knitting, crochet, spinning, dyeing, weaving, sewing, quilting, embroidery, as well as anything else I think is interesting. I want to welcome the new listeners today. Thank you for tuning in and trying out the show. I hope you enjoy it, and I can't wait for us to get to know each other better. And of course, I'd like to welcome back our Fiber Hooligan listeners who used to listen to the original show so many years ago. Your ongoing support means so very much to me. I want to remind you all that this podcast is pre-recorded uh, for scheduling purposes. Putting these many, this many people on a show at once uh, does require a little bit of logistics, and so uh, I appreciate your understanding. Okay, let's get to it because I'm excited about today's show. My guests are the team from Oink Pigments. Established in 2010, Oink Pigments is a purveyor of small-batch hand-dyed yarns in Vista, California, and in Indianapolis, Indiana. The owners, Alexa, Helena, and Julia, are a trio of strong-willed humans who love pigs, puns, and pearls. I love that, pigs, puns, and pearls. They have over 140 bright and playful colorways available in, on over a dozen yarn and fiber bases. Let me introduce the team, please. Alexa Wilson, Alexa's pronouns are she and her, learned to knit in 2009 and knew from the moment she picked up the needles that she wanted to build a career in the fiber arts industry. She started dyeing in 2010 and has been in love with adding a bit of color to life ever since. Alexa continues to work hard to grow Oink pigments along with the rest of Team Oink, embarking on an incredible adventure through the yarnosphere. You can find her on the couch starting another new project or buried under doggos, but probably both. Alexa joins us today from Vista, California. Good morning, Alexa, and welcome to the show. Good morning. Thanks for having us. <laughs> All right. Our our next guest, uh, Helena Bristow, Helena's pronouns are she and they, have has been vice pigmentologist at Oink Pigments since its inception in 2010. She learned to crochet at age four and taught herself to knit when she was started graduate school for the first time. She often jokes that knitting stuck, grad school did not. Helena now has dropped out of two different graduate programs because she would rather be playing with yarn. Helena can usually be found driving all over the country in her yarn van to fiber festivals and local yarn stores. And local yarn stores. Helena joins us this morning from Indianapolis. 
Good morning, Helena, and welcome to the show. Good, good morning, Benjamin, and good morning, everyone else. <laughs> Our next guest, Julie Gillespie. Julie's pronouns, pronouns are she and her. Julie keeps things running as Chief Oink Operator and Head of Social Media and Marketing. She started knitting in 2007 on a whim and has been collecting different craft skills sets ever since. Julie first joined Team Oink at Stitches West 2015 and was immediately informed that she was never allowed to leave. She can be found manning the Oink Pigments social media accounts surrounded by a, a grumble of pugs. I didn't know that grumble of pugs was a thing. Found And she is the founder of Sparkle Saturdays. She always encourages others to shine bright. Julie joins us today, also from Vista, California. Good morning, Julie, and welcome to the show. Good morning. So a grumble of pugs, is that a thing? Yes. Uh, like okay. uh, you've got a pot of dolphins and a flamboyance of flamingos, a group of pugs is a grumble. So it's like, you know, it, it it's like a congress of what is it, Congress of co- Crows or something like that? Yeah, okay. We're going to move on from that right now. But A murder right. of crows. <laughs> murder of crows, that's right. Okay. okay. Last but certainly not least, Harper Hodes, Harper's pronouns are they and he, have, has been a member of Team Oink for a few years now and loves helping customers pair colors. They have been knitting since they were in high school and are strongly involved in advocacy for mental health issues, the LGBTQIA plus community, and disability access. Harper is a process knitter who enjoys color work but prefers petting and buying yarn to finishing projects. They can often be found in, the, in, the, in their wheelchair at the Oink Pigments booth reminding people to hydrate. Harper joins us today from Vista, California. Good morning, Harper, and welcome to the show. Good morning. Thanks for having us. Well, okay. So this is a this is a new kind of a show. I have never in the history of the show attempted four people on the show before. But the nice thing is, you are so all so well disciplined. It's just going to be easy, I'm sure. <laughs> and they laugh. We're not known for shenanigans at all. No, no, they laugh and they laugh and they laugh. So, so thank you so much for being on the show. I know it's been uh, a bit of a struggle, you know, um, you know the the whole arrangement of information and the whole, you know, doing the, the you know, for Fiber Hooligan listeners that don't know this, I do a pre-con with everybody, and our pre-con lasted well over two hours. And and so, w- trust me, we're not going to go over two hours on this show. But you know, it it just was what it was, and I couldn't help myself. They were just so intriguing that I wanted to spend more time with them. Uh, I even made them like okay. Sparkle Saturday. Yeah, but it was it was all my fault, you know. A- anyway, so so welcome to the show, and and so let's let's just get into this right away. Um, for for folks that don't know you, let's start to tell your story. So, I think let's start to tell the story of. Uh, well, let's tell your story before Oink Pigments, and and for that, let's start with Alexa. Um. Well, before Oink Pigments, uh, Helena and I had Clever Knits, which was a local yarn store here in Vista. Um, And that was how Oink Pigments was born, actually. Um, And so we had the shop, and uh, Helena Helena was the one who taught me how to knit, and I was 
like, okay, how do we make this a job? And she was like, well, you either kind of sell your stuff on, like, Etsy or stuff like that, or you open a yarn store. And I was like, let's open a yarn store. And she said, okay, and cashed out her retirement, and uh, we opened a yarn store. Okay, so so let's go, you know, let's move over to your partner in crime on this. Helena, um, really? Yes. Um, Now, now you you you're you you I think at this point you're now kind of a professional dropout of school, right? Um, oh yeah. You've, you've got some you've got some you know you've got some moves. I mean there are, there are 50 ways to leave your lover. There are 50 ways to drop out of school. I think you've you know got that whole thing going on, and and so you thought dropping just out of one school. One way really. Yarn, it's you just just stop yarn, going, right? <laughs> yeah, it's yarn, it's yarn. So, so you taught Alexa to knit, and as soon as she said, "Let's make this um, a career," you went, "Yeah, okay, really." It was that simple. Pretty much. Okay. I mean, it was always something that tickled the back of my mind, and um, I kind of just needed someone to, you know, to give me that little extra shove, and um, and that's that's all it took. So Clever Knits was around for a while, and I, I understand that, uh, you know, the shop was fun, obviously, and, and you had a lot of fun doing it. I understand that, that that's kind of when you met Harper. Harper, you know, used to come into the shop, as I understand. Is that correct, Harper? Uh, yeah, I used to uh, come into the shop. I was part of the local knitting group there, and that's how I met uh, Alexa and Helena. Okay. And, um, and, 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 and so, so, so you had cleverness and at what point did you decide that, okay, maybe what we want to do is not sell other people's stuff, but make our own stuff. I mean, at what point, how did that evolve? Can, can, can one of you talk to me about that? And, and, uh, you know, maybe I'll, I'll pick on Helena this time to talk a little bit about that. All right. Um, so we had the shop from 2009 to 2011, which wasn't a super long time, but um, turns out starting a new business in the midst of a pretty deep economic depression is not the best plan. Um, but about halfway through having the shop was when Alexa started dying for the shop, really to fill a niche. There wasn't a whole lot out there at the time um, that was hand-dyed, um, not like the amazing plethora of hand-dyed yarn and indie dyers that we have now. Um, Back then, there were just a couple. Um, And most of those had six months to a year-long wait lists to even be a customer because they were so in such high demand. Um, So Alexa started dying for the shop. um, And that was really the beginning. Um, Once um, we realized it was no longer economically feasible to have the shop, it seemed like a good point to transition over into the die side exclusively. Well, and part of this was the fact that at the time it was very difficult for you to get the stock. We talked in our pre-interview about the fact that, you know, you like your relationship with Malabrigo. You love their yarns, but, you know, you just couldn't get it, right? Absolutely. Malabrigo, um, Lauren's Laces, um, I'm trying to think of, and a bunch of other really amazing companies that have since gone out of business. Um, but both Malabrigo and Lawrence Laces had six month plus wait lists, so you would you'd 
purchase your order, and then maybe six months to a year later, your yarn would show up, um, which was longer than we were willing to wait. You're not patient people at Team Wink. Well, it's not just that. I mean, there's also the cash flow issue that has to happen, and, you know, six months waiting for cash flow is, is, is – uh, is a real hard thing to deal with the small business, and I'm sure you learned that very quickly. Alexa, let's let's jump over to you again, real quickly. So, y- you learned to dye. Uh, was it traditional? Let's try Kool Aid first, and then move on to other things. Tell me, tell me about your process, please. Yeah. So I don't remember how I came across it, um, but Nitty has a, a tutorial. Uh, that teaches you how to dye with Kool-Aid. And I was like, there's no way that works. Like, there's got to be some sort of trick to it. So I uh, borrowed uh, some bare yarn from the store and, uh, you know, bought a few packets of Kool-Aid, and I tried it out, and it was magic, and I instantly fell in love. It was so much fun. It still amazes me like the whole process like it's it's so fun to sort of have this color idea in your head and watch it come to life on the yarn um so i started dying i you know did a little bit with uh kool-aid but kool-aid only comes in like six or so colors Um, So food coloring is a very similar process to Kool-Aid. So I started doing some with food coloring and also Easter egg dyes Um, because it wasn't, it was right around Easter time that I kind of was playing around with this. So I got a ton of the Easter egg kits like on clearance for like a quarter or whatever they are once they're on sale um, after Easter time. And I, just loved it and so you know helena and i talked and uh, we you know decided that i should start dying for the shop so i started coming up with some colors and i had a little hello kitty like diary that i started writing down the recipes in so i could recreate them okay i now need a picture i now need a picture of the hello kitty diary because it it just has to be part of you just have to take a picture of that, please. I'll have to find it. Um, but so once I started dying for the shop a little more seriously, then I started getting the more professional dyes and not just using, like, food coloring and stuff like that um, and getting a little bit more serious about the process. But um, the nice thing about, like, food coloring and Kool-Aid and all that kind of stuff is it's all food safe, so you don't need any special equipment. Um, so it was great while I was kind of playing around with it. And then once I got a little more serious, then I got like dedicated pots and pans and all that kind of stuff. Well, at the same time, I I understand that, you know, even though you're not in the same place that you, Helena, started dying yourself and, you know, you were sharing recipes and things like this. And so how did you take to the dying? So actually, I um, at the time we were in the same place. Um, oh, you were? I only moved to, yeah, I only moved to Indiana about four years ago now. So prior to that, I was um, in the same place, and uh, it got to a point where um, the volume 
of dyeing that was needing to be done. Um, Alexa had grown the business so much um, that she couldn't do it all by herself. And so I would come up on the weekends from my day job, my then day job, and um, would help out. And um, we called it minioning. So I would be Alexa's minion and I would mix dyes and pour things out and get things ready and do all of the preparatory work so that she could um, get more dyeing done in a day. And then, exactly. And then eventually I was uh, promoted, promoted to, to assistant chef, I guess. Um, And vice pigmentologist. Yes. And vice pigmentologist. Right. And I kind of involved in an, yes. No, go please, please go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, I've been involved from the get-go in, you know, sort of business planning and operations and that sort of thing. Um, but it wasn't, I wasn't involved in the actual, you know, elbows deep in dye pods until a couple years in. Okay. So at what point did you decide to close uh, the yarn store? It was probably... It would have been spring of 2011. We had had a rough winter, and we were looking at, you know, sitting down. Alexa and I sat down to look at the books. We were both bookkeeper accountants um, by trade um, in our other other jobs, other lives. Um, and we realized that it was going to be, after a rough winter, it was going to be even rougher to make it all the way through summer, which is not the friendliest industry to wool. Um, And so that was kind of the point when we decided we really needed to um, cut back on our overhead and streamline our operations. So you you started searching for a name uh, for this, for this hand dyed company. And um, uh, can you talk about the evolution of the name of Boink Pigments? And let's and let's I go with uh, Alexa. Alexa, do you mind taking that one? Sure. So um, I had started dying a little bit, and I was like, okay, well, I, you know, we need a brand, and it needs a name. I don't want to do it under the shop name. Like I wanted to do its own thing, and I was like, okay, well, I don't want a sheep. Like I was trying to kind of think like logo and. Uh, name ideas kind of simultaneously. I was like, I don't really want a sheep because I wanted something a little different, um, something to set us apart. Um, And I didn't want any sort of fiber-adjacent animal, like a rabbit or a cat or something where, you know, people either think we only have angora if it's a rabbit or that we have cat yarn if it was a cat or anything like that. And so Helena and I were just sort of brainstorming and, and uh, we came up with pigs because we, you know, I love pigs and um, Helena had a pet pig at the time. And I was like, Oh, that's perfect. Like the pig could be like the O and it could be like oink and it uh, oink. What though? It needs something else. It's not, Oink's not enough, but oink yarns, oink dyes. No, that's not quite it. So we're sitting there kind of trying to think of something. So we walk over to the computer and we type dye into the the thesaurus on the computer. And the first word that comes up is pigments. 
and we're like, oh, my gosh, how do we not think of pigments? That's perfect. Like, it's it's funny. It's punny. Um, and that really set off this sort of punny shtick that we like to go with. Like, we uh, think we're hilarious, um, and it's... <laughs> it's just, What's really funny? It's I'm, I'm, been... I always think I'm hilarious too. You know, just you know, I I think I'm hilarious. So, yeah. Yeah. So it's it's been fun and it's given us our little niche, like you know, being and uh, the pig has been great. Helena's brother is a graphic designer and he's done our logos. Uh, Helena did a little doodle on a sticky note, a little like stick figure pig. And that was what we gave him, and he made our amazing logo out of that. Um, and we were like, we wanted to say Oink Pigments, and with this little stick figure pig, and he went from there. And, uh, yeah, it just fit us and our little quirky, goofy selves, and I I love it. Uh, actually, Harper isn't in the club yet, but uh, Helena, Julie, and I all have the uh, just the pig part of our logo. Uh, we all have tattoos of it now, so I can't so get rid you, of them you, now. You, I guess. <laughs> you, you, I think you I think you told me in the pre-interview that um, that Helena's brother was you know minion number one. My uh, other brother. Her yeah. other brother. Other other brother. But you yes. have a lot of siblings. Uh, <laughs> uh, Travis is a graphic designer, and he's the one that did our logo. And Will is her other brother, and he is minion number one. Um, if there's anyone out there that bought some of the original Oink Pigments skeins of yarn, uh, he was the one who did almost all of the reskeining because uh, we used to reskein our yarn after we dyed it and so uh because i only had so many hands and so much time i would be dying or doing one of the 800 other things and so he would reskin the yarn for me he even uh built a l- motorized lego contraption to do it because this was uh kind of before the electric skein winders and also before the Oink Pigments budget would allow the purchase of a motorized skein winder. So we got some of those little Lego motors that take like two AA batteries. <laughs> and he built me a crazy Lego contraption that would uh, skein the yarn. That's pretty great. That's pretty great. Now, I want to run, I want to move through the future real quickly. And Harper, I'm coming to you next, I promise. But first, I want to talk about Julie because. Julie um, was brought to a stitches, and and basically it was like a dire commitment. Can you talk about that story a little bit? And Julie, I don't want you to talk about this story. I would like somebody else to tell this story, and then we'll get your reactions to this. Okay. (laughs) So I guess Uh, I can uh, talk about this a little bit. Oh. Okay. Whoever. Well, let me okay. pick one. Let me, let's let's let's, uh, let's pick Alexa on okay. this because you know, yeah. Sure. Right. So um, we had met Julie um, at one of the knit nights that 
because uh, we still had knit nights even after we closed the shop. Uh, we would do them at the little restaurant nearby. Um, so Julie uh, met us at one of those and um, had helped out, had done some sort of minioning uh, at my house, uh, helping us prep for various things. Um, there had been a couple of knit nights that were at my house before a show where everyone is twisting and labeling and while I'm still elbow deep in dye pots and Helena too, you know, everyone else is, is doing all the other steps while we're still dyeing yarn and the show's in two days because uh, if anyone's met us, we are never on time. <laughs> we're always doing stuff at the last I, minute. I, 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 I've seen you folks set up before and, uh, you know, uh, I have, I've seen you set up before and, you know, it's, it, let's put it this way. It feels like a controlled disaster, at least. You know, it doesn't feel like a complete disaster. You know, I feel no. I, I, I feel a sense sweet. of artisticness going on, on in this yeah. whole thing. You know. Yes, there's there's a little bit of a controlled chaos. Um, we've gotten a lot better. We're getting a lot better about actually being done by the time the show starts and not coming with wet yarn anymore. Um, so. Uh, Julie had been minioning and we needed, uh, uh, we wanted an extra person to help man the booth at Stitches West in 2015. So we flew Julie up because there was not enough room in the car. And you didn't, uh, because you didn't, you we didn't had buy so her much return stuff. ticket. No, we did not buy her return ticket. Uh, no. Mm-mm. Yes, uh, so we flew her up and we're like, okay, we need to sell two boxes of yarn so that there's a seat for Julie to come home with us. <laughs> that was that was our goal for that year. We we're like, we need to sell these two boxes of yarn because those are the two boxes that are currently taking up a seat in the car. And we did it. We we barely fit but we we made it work and julie was able to come home in the car with us and uh she yeah she came to that show and um for those of you that have met julie at uh, any of our events or just in general uh she's amazing she's beautiful customer service like amazing so helpful, so sweet, uh, and she has, she's really good at remembering the little things that Helena and I and the rest of the Oink team can never remember, like the little raffle tickets that we are supposed to give out at Stitches events. Um, <laughs> so she's really good about that and just making sure that the customers found anything that they were looking for and just helpful advice, life advice, everything like that. So uh, after that stitches, I said, Julie, we're keeping you. You don't get a say in it. Um, <laughs> welcome to the team. I I do the same thing when you know you know you know Nathania in our group. I, when I told her she was coming on, I said, and you know by the way, I'll let you know when you can leave. 
um, which is never. <laughs> I understand. I understand that. No, in order to be in this industry and have the passion, you have to act a bit like the mafia, and I get that. It's fine. Uh, so, <clears throat> Julie, I want to turn to you. Run in, run out. Yeah. So, oh, no. so, so, right. That's right. So, so pr- probably what you folks don't know, you fiber hooligans don't know, is that I, I, I think that Julie is actually in the same house as Alexa right now, just in a different room, because she's been there this weekend dying and helping things out. Is that correct, Julie? Yes. Um, on the okay. weekends, I uh, come up to the Dice Studio, and I live in Alexa's spare bedroom. Okay. So, <laughs> My so i got to ask a question. You, you, you've, got, you've got a sensibility where you, you're a detail-oriented person. Right, and this is why you know you're you know the, the the operating officer, right? How do you wrangle all these artists with all their ideas in and try to support them <laughs> at the same time, or do you just surrender to the chaos and realize, okay, I got a long night ahead of me? I mean, how does it work for you? Um, as an art art and math brained human, as well, like all three of us are very. Um, well, the whole team really is very art and math oriented. Like um, you always see those like, oh, are you left brained or right brained kind of thing. And I'm always like, I mean, both. Like I'm, you know, I was in, I got, I finished math in like 10th grade and they were like, well, you have to have more credits that's required. And I was like, I don't want to take calculus. And they were like, statistics. (laughs) So like, and then also I was a drama major in high school. So, like, very both left and right-brained. Um, notes, I write everything down. Um, so, like, true. that's the only way I can wrangle anything is that I have copious amounts of notes. Um, I use Google Keep on my phone, and it is full of notes of so many different varieties. Um, I have, like, my embroidery and cross-stitch ideas written down i have my like plans for different yarn projects i have my aunt's coffee order because she always sends me to starbucks when i help at the office for her i have just notes of a million different varieties and then we use um we have spreadsheets galore for oink on top of it um, but I yeah, use Evernote. I, I, I write, use Evernote for business myself because I agree. I write everything down myself. Yeah, if I didn't write everything down, um, I wouldn't be able to keep track of anything. I completely understand. Well, it, it's good that you have there. Now, I, I want to turn to Harper here um, because I remember it was probably either 2015 or 2016 that I jumped into the booth, and Harper was just wonderful to me. Uh, he did. I don't think Harper knew who I was, and uh, you know, do you, do you remember our first conversation, Harper, when I introduced myself at all? I, I mean, it, it's fine if you don't. Not because, at all. You know. <laughs> okay, I'm, I'm I'm a very forgetful <laughs> forgettable sorry. person. It's totally fine. But you were I so just. Never. You were just. Faces. Yeah, you were so gracious and just so engaging, uh, you know, and 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 it struck me just how wow. You know, this person is leaving me with such a sense of themselves at, at the whole thing. So, you know, it, your story is a little different than the rest of the story. Yeah. And I'd like you to tell 
your perspective of this whole thing and and and, and also you know what it is that, that you bring to the group and and don't be shy because I know and if you don't say it I'll just say it so <laughs> all right um <laughs> well um so I uh, I'll, I'll I'll skip to when I got uh in, involved uh with with Oink and uh I I got out of the army in 2013 um and uh, I was real, real lost and uh, didn't really have uh, like a safety net um, to come back to. And um, Alexa and Helena and Julie were like, you need to get out of the house and you need to be with people because you haven't left the house at all. And uh, so they said, come to the studio and just hang out. You don't have to do anything. So I did. And then I kept coming back. And finally they were like, well, if you're going to be here, you might as well do something. <laughs> so uh, I started doing some of the media work. And then I said, well, now you can't get rid of me. So, uh, so I stuck around. And now they can't get rid of me. Uh, <laughs> and I really enjoy um, talking to people and working with customers, helping people figure out their projects. I like the logistics of, of of projects, I like the process of figuring out color work, of figuring out okay, what yarns go with this or that. Um, I like that kind of detail work. Uh, that's sort of where my focus gets in. So I think okay. that's that's sort of where where I go. <laughs> so so you got out of the army. I you I think you told me you were a specialist in the army, correct? I was. I was. I was a specialist in the Army, and I was an analyst. Okay, an analyst. All right. Um, so, you know, y- you do have an organizational sense there. Yes. Okay. Um, and, <laughs> and, and, and yet, I, I get the sense from our, our conversation the other day that it's possible that you have a lot of different projects going at the same time. Yeah. I tend okay. to have about... 20 things going on at once. Um, I like to juggle a lot of things. Um, and I like, I like to make sure that everybody, when there's a million, you know, juggling balls in the air, that everybody can keep them going. So I kind of like to make sure that I'm checking up on everybody and making sure that everybody's, you know, doing okay. Everybody's, you know, taking their Can confirm. Yeah. Harper is resident dad. Yeah, I am the resident dad. That's good. That's really good. Yeah. Don't feel dad's Yes. Okay, but but you don't do like bad dad humor like I do, right? I I'm pretty. I love a good dad joke. I am. Okay. Well, I mean, you know, I. The worse the joke is, the better. We'll 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 have some one-on-one time. We'll just exchange dad jokes one of these days. Okay, Harper. Fantastic. Okay, fantastic. So, so of course, you know, Oink Pigments, from my perspective, you know, came onto the scene uh, in our place, and I've always thought your your group was dynamic and interesting, you know, and I actually remember we were set up to you with I was with Joanne, and we were set up with you next to uh, at Weft. Do you remember that? Maybe you don't remember. Uh, yeah, Weft. Yeah, we did Weft. Uh, that was. Oh gosh. Three years ago? It was three years ago, yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah, and that's and that's and that's when you guys brought in those uh, trunks of of yarn, and and your display looked amazing. Thank you. <laughs> so I've always been impressed with the branding, but also the work too. I mean, you know, you, I, I've seen. Okay, so for fiber hooligans that don't know this, to do a show, there's a couple things you need to know. You got to hustle. All right. First of all, you got to set up. And there's never really enough time to set up, no matter how much time they give you. Second of all, it's incredibly speculative, which is you're selling your product at mini bar prices, hoping that the guy like in my position is bringing enough people in so that you can make that work. And and I've always been impressed with Oink that you, you go into it and you just do your very best, and you always seem to do pretty well on that whole thing. I mean, you, I, I, was, I was watching you, you know, last year in, at West, and it just seemed like you were doing really, really well last year because um, I think it was, I think it was really your time. This past yeah, February was was really excellent. Yeah, it really was. It really yeah, was. I mean, All right. Definitely, you know, when you, when you create a relationship with customers and really, you know, become somebody on their list that they enjoy talking to, so, like, they're going to come back, they're going to bring their friends, and that's really important to us to, like, really foster those relationships with customers. Um, we have a few people who at West, it's like, if we don't see them, we're concerned, um, yeah. Like, okay. Have you seen Bunny? Because I haven't seen Bunny, and if I don't get my Bunny hug, like I'm gonna be real upset by the end of the show. <laughs> and you start to have those friends that are like, if it wasn't for this show, we would have never got to meet in person. And then because of that, I wouldn't have this connection or this this moment that brings me joy. And that's really important. So you, your company is doing fairly well here. Um, got a good team. Your brand is is doing well, um, and you're doing all the right things. Um, you're you know you're a socially conscious uh, company. Uh, you know I went online and read your statement of of conduct, uh, which was very impressive. Um, and uh, you know you're you're trying to hold yourselves to a standard of making sure that everybody feels safe and welcome and happy. Uh, that work with you one way or the other, at least, or at least know who you are uh, about that whole thing. Can you talk to me about the ethos of your company a little bit? And 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 I'd like to, if if possible, ask Harper to talk to about this a little bit. Uh, sure. So it's really important to us that, like you said, everybody feels safe and welcome uh, to come into our booth to work with us and uh, to have. A, conversations where they feel um, welcome. Um, and it's important to us that we work with other companies, uh, with designers that share our values. And at the end of the day, some people, some people don't share your values, and they aren't going to. Um, and you need to, at some point, say, this is this is what we believe, and um, be vocal about it. And you need to put your money where your mouth is. And we decided as a company that we needed to do that. 
so we made sure that we were uh, very clear on social media about where we stood and that we support organizations that uh, do the work and share our beliefs. Well, and I, I and I so appreciate that because you know it's it's nice to know you know as you walk up to somebody have they have they made a statement do are they are they are they making a claim and are they holding themselves accountable it's it's one of those things right now where we have unfortunately too much performative work done in the world and um, and it's not a part of again it's not a part of the company ethos and 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 one of the things I want to talk about is that. Since this COVID thing has happened, you, you know, your business has changed. You guys have taken a real hit, and, you know, you, you don't have to be shy about it. Everybody's taken a real hit. Heck, we've taken a real hit. Yeah. And, you know, one of the reasons that we're doing this pre-interview um, on, you know, a weekend is that you all have other jobs in order to support yourselves right now. And and at the same time, I happen to know that you are putting money aside for projects, that you believe in. And and I want my fiber hooligans to know about that. I want to know about the kind of quality people you are, that even when you're not making ends meet, you're still carving out some money for things that you believe in. Um, can we start with you, Helena, and, and talk about what you're working on right now? Yeah. Um, so in the month of June, which I know we're – month and a half past that now but we raised uh we uh raised a huge chunk of money to donate to several different organizations um that are making an impact in the Black Lives Matter movement um particularly the Neighborhood Fiber Company um Momentum Fund um and the Sylvia Rivera Law Project, as well as some bail funds for some of the protesters. Uh, And that was, we just made those donations a couple weeks ago now, um, after we tallied everything up from June, and um, we're able to make a pretty substantial donation to each of four different organizations that are are doing some really good work. Um, Because it does matter, you know, it's and we're able to help, and that's important. Well, I, I love that. And, and one of the things I remember talking uh, to Harper about, and Harper, maybe you could talk a little bit about this too, is um, you were talking about a campaign that you were contributing to that was doing prison reform, especially when it concerns uh, trans uh, people in prison. Can you talk a little bit about that? Sure. Um, that is the Sylvia Rivera Law Project. Um, and they work specifically um, working on uh, prison reform and helping um, trans prisoners um, either get in the correct um, facilities that align with their gender if possible. Uh, In a lot of states, they can't do that. Um, They are sent to whatever um, whatever gender they were assigned at birth, and it doesn't which, matter. Which sounds, which sounds to me, which sounds to me like a horror show, to be honest. It and it is, it is, um, and it is extremely dangerous. Um, it, the law project also helps with providing resources 
not only to people while they're incarcerated, but also uh, when they get out of prison. So um, not only are there dangers while incarcerated, but also the risks when you get out are extremely high. Um, so providing those resources, which are already fairly limited, um, to, to that organization uh, is pretty important. And there are a lot of LGBT organizations that get a lot of funding and a lot of media coverage. Um, and there are some that get very little. Uh, and this one in particular, for me, uh, is, is real important. Uh, and they do a lot of good work. Okay, so, so here's what I want to say. Given what I know about you already right now, there you are, the four of you, trying in this awful world, you know, that's filled with what I call COVID stupid people that aren't getting this done, a lack of leadership that is hurting our businesses. And, you know, you're having to work separate jobs because, you know, Oink Pigments is not paying the bills the way it used to in the past. Um, and there was a time where it was really paying a lot of bills. Um, and you're still finding time to finding time and money to make the changes that you see necessary is something that you give back to. I, I just have to say, you know, this is this is not just talking the talk. This is walking the walk, and it's very laudable. I have to tell you, I'm very impressed. Thank you. You know, uh, Alexa, I want to I want to I want to, I want to speak to you about this a little bit. Mm-hmm. I know I know that you have to sit and probably, you know, you all have to sit and look at the bottom line. And to look at the bottom line and to commit that much money and that much time and and product to doing these things has got to be a hard thing to do because there's the business person in you and then there's the human being in you. And it it feels to me like you've surrounded yourself with more human being than business all the way around, and I I think that you're listening to that, and I I want to commend you on that. Thank you. Yeah, it's it's been something that's been really important to us, especially these last few years, to really like you're saying, walk the walk and and speak out for, you know what we believe and put our money where our mouth is and vote with our dollars. And um, we've been very fortunate to be able to donate a lot of money or what we think is a lot of money um, to these uh, projects and causes that we're passionate about. Um and and to use our privilege, you know, there's a voice that comes yes. with the privilege that we all have, um, and we do our best to use that for, you know, to use our powers for good or for awesome. So I exactly. Read your, uh, yeah, I read your statement of conduct, um, which was really well written. Can I can I ask who the author was, or was that a team <laughs> effort? Well, um, we did lift part of it from the XRX and Stitches Code of Conduct, so oh, I believe you well, may be the author of at least some of it. Um, okay, well, that's fun. You know what? I, you know that really, that really actually um, flatters me. Oh my goodness, I have no idea. I had no idea. You know, again, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm an old white cis heterosexual man, and I always think that you know, 
I'm not that hip or anything like that. And, 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 and the, the folks with an X, like you are the future, but that that's very sweet for you to say, thank you. I really do appreciate that. But you know, it's, it's strong. Your, your, your code of contact is strong. And I like the idea that you're letting people know who they're getting involved with and, and then trying to hold your vendors and whoever accountable for that stuff. I think it's just beautiful. Thank you. Yeah, we, I, um, pulled bits and pieces from various various codes of conduct and, and statements of conduct that we've seen um, yours and some others from friends of ours and then, you know, sort of mushed them together, edited some things out, did some twisting around, sent it off to the team and everybody sort of gave me a little input and we, you know, tweaked and meshed and tried to get something that we thought was was accurate, if nothing else. Good. Well, it's nice. Hey, it's it's a start. I mean, you know, we have to, you know, we walk out into the street and we make a declaration of who we are and what we believe in, and then the world has to deal with us. And I think that's the first step yep. to making things better. So, and and I, I want to commend you for 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 being those people. I also want to commend you for always supporting us. You you know you've just. Uh, You've always been great friends at the show. And, you know, Nathaniel, of course, really loves you. She's pretty um, darn, you know, fond of you, as you know. Um, so okay. we're going to move on here a little bit. Um, and let's talk about what you're working on right now. Okay. So, <laughs> and again, as as a, 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 you know, Despicable Me kind of guy, your, your new yarn, your August yarn, is just killing me uh, because of the name, right? <laughs> So yeah. So so let's 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 let Julie jump in here and and talk about the August yarn. Julie, can can you tell our fiber hooligan audience what the name of the August yarn is that you're pushing out? Uh, yeah. So our uh, August yarn is um, kind of in line with our whole birthday theme, and so we wanted to do a like unicorn, like inspired color because it's our 10th birthday, and so we went with It's So Fluffy, I'm Gonna Die, but, of course, it's spelled D-Y-E because, right. again, we're funny. Right. <laughs> well, you guys are hilarious. I'm, um, I'm just saying, you know, if it came from Oink Pigments, <laughs> I, I think there should be a feed in your RSS feed said, oh, as overheard at Oink Pigments and just all this stuff that goes on. I think that would be something I'd subscribe to. You know, I'm just telling you right um, now. Um, but So fuff, Fluffy, I, could, I remember... Uh, the color itself is a neon speckle. Neon speckles. Well, that's Boy, good. That's, so yeah. fluffy I could Because I still remember enough. the little girl. It's so fluffy I could die. I'm going to die. It's fantastic. <laughs> and I think, well, and you we know, call so our helpers minions. Oh, yes, sorry. right. We call our helpers right. minions, so it's it's very apropos to our whole well, vibe. You need to know also that you're now that you've been on the show, you're also honorary fiber hooligans, just so you know. Excellent. You just where's need to my, know that, and and and, and that is that is a badge of honor because I got that by almost being arrested, and we will talk about that a whole other time. So, um, oh, yes, that's true. <laughs> it is. I almost, yeah. I was almost arrested in Atlanta, Georgia, and that's how I got the name. So I'll I'll tell you about that on a whole another time. But your honorary fiber hooligans as well. Um, so, Thanks. do I understand that there's a project bag that you're working on too? Oh yes. So I can we talk yeah, about Elena, that, or is that, I, is that is that is that is that not something we can talk about? 
Oh, no, it's on the website. No, absolutely. Live now. Yeah, it's live now. It went live yesterday. We're a little late. So August is my birthday and um, Alexa's birthday Hello. and also officially Oink Pigment's birthday as well, and we're turning 10. So we made – You're all, you're, um, you I and made, Alexa are both 10? Fantastic. Yes, you know, <laughs> I, I, You know, should I send, should um, I send you, like, popsicles or something like that for your birthdays, Alexa yeah, and, and Helena? Exactly. I mean, I don't want to do anything, Yes, you know. please. It's very hot. <laughs> I mean, very hot. I mean you, you've, got, you've got enough Barbies, right? I mean, not, not to gender, you know, stereotype, but, you know, I'm, you know you're know, you 10. What do you, what do 10-year-olds get? I'm trying to figure that out. So, exactly. okay. Care Bears. Exactly. Um, Care Bears scare me. I was really when I was talking. Hot Wheels. Okay. Hot, yeah. I'm not giving you my Hot Wheels. Hot Wheels are mine. I'm sorry. That's just the way it is. No. But uh, <laughs> so so ten years old, and yeah. you guys have all you two have also have birthdays. Congratulations! And and what was when was the technically the birthday of Oink Pigments? Was it yesterday? Um. Good <laughs> question. I'm not sure. I think it was Wednesday. I think it's the same as Alexa's. Okay. So. Yeah, the paperwork, I believe, is all submitted on my birthday, which is the 5th, which was Wednesday. Okay. All right. So our official, official birthday is August. So I, we've been toying around with making project bags for a while now, and I finally decided to um, to do it as a, not as a, something that we're necessarily going to have all the time or make all the time, but we've got a limited edition run of three different really excellent, hilarious pig fabrics. Um, and so you can get those pig fabrics done in a project bag, or rather you can get a project bag done in one of those three pig fabrics, as well as we made special 10th birthday themed yarn, which I'm going to let Julie talk about because she was the one who was working on that. Julie, tell me all about uh, it. Yeah. Uh, we went with uh, cake and ice cream to complete our birthday trio of colors. Um, and so we have a Neapolitan ice cream themed color, which is called Sunday's Best, or Sunday Best, spelled, of course, as like an ice cream sundae. And then uh, Pigs Just Want to Have Fun is a funfetti confetti cake-themed speckle. So you've got your, like, primary um, red, blue, yellow, green speckles for your cake and ice cream to go uh, accompany your unicorn yarn to complete the birthday trio. Nice. Nice. Very nice. And so, so were you all involved in in picking these colors, or I mean, you know, was there, was there, was there a consensus? I mean, you know, let's go back to Harper real quickly. How did this happen? Did they just get behind and and just do this thing? Did they leave you out of it? Did they bring you into it? Tell me, Harper. Tell me all about it. <laughs> well, uh, I I personally missed the meeting. Um, however, comma uh, when it was brought up. I was super on board with it because I love both cake and ice cream. So I was on board right away. Uh, It was like, we should do a birthday-themed yarn. And I was like, yes, before anybody said anything else. Uh, I'm generally pretty on board with most things, Um, especially when it's, like, theme-related. I love that concept of, like, we're doing a theme-related yarn. And I'm like, cool, what are we doing? 
And like <laughs> I I just love those those like themed related projects. I love when it's like, okay, like there's gonna be yarn and a bag and this and that and the other thing. And it coordinates Wonderful. I love that kind of stuff. So Wonderful. it was not hard to get me on board. So it's you know the 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 whole vibe of your company is not just doing the business but living a life that you want to live, right? Yeah, yeah. So. that's pretty. Yeah, pretty accurate. And I think I think that's best exercised, and you know it's a great demonstration of that. And I have to bring it up because it happened at Stitches, you know, and I almost missed it. Uh, for fiber hooligan uh, that don't know. There was actually a wedding at the last Stitches West, and Harper officiated, and it was wonderful. Um, it was, you know, it was one of those things where Nathaniel had asked me, I had said yes, and then completely forgot about it. And then there was this uh, one, the first wedding at at Stitches, and it happened in the morning. And Harper, you were wonderful. I mean. Uh, first of all, you know, it's cool that you, 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 you know, you got your license and you can officiate. That's great. But, you know, the way you did it was so, was so wonderful. It really was. I mean, it was, uh, you know, I mean, it was just an amazing, it was an amazing morning and I, I, I cried a lot and you looked like you were going to cry a lot too, Harper. Uh, yeah, I'm, um, I'm frankly surprised I didn't cry more. Um, I tend to cry a lot when I officiate weddings. Um, and interestingly, um, this, because this year is our, our Owings 10th birthday, that was the 10th anniversary of my getting ordained to perform weddings. Interestingly. Um, so that was a sort of a cool, a cool opportunity for me, um, and uh, Alyssa and Xander, who got married, are just the most wonderful people um, and so laid back. And the, uh, the ceremony was pretty much one of the only things Alyssa specifically asked for was for me to say uh, some of the things that I said. So I was like, okay, all right, so, I got to so this. I- I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna paraphrase here a little bit for fiber hooligans right. that, that weren't there, um, and 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 so I was there, had no idea what I was doing, um, which by the way is my default stance, so you know, um, and uh, Nathaniel was there, she knew exactly what to expect. Our friend Jasmine uh, Canty was there with her mom and her daughter who were helping do some uh, uh, of the catering, and I was told that I had to wear sparkles, so I think I put on blue sparkly uh earband i'm pretty sure i was sparkly i, I think that was the requirement wasn't yes. it i think i had to be oh sparkly. we have yeah. we yeah. have photographic evidence of you in a sparkly, sparkly. cat ears yeah yeah, yeah. and we, and, we and, make and it's, sure to get that yeah no and so it happened <laughs> and and so it happened actually in the morning i went on to the... oh sorry i went to target yeah. and bought sparkly headbands in case anybody need and sparkly hair clips which were also boutonniere clips, in case anyone forgot their sparkle. So I made sure we had extra for anybody who was showing up late. So, so yes. the, 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 the wedding was fantastic. The, the wedding was fantastic. You. you know, I mean, I mean, you, you, you all did a great job. Um, the, the bride and the groom were 
beautiful and just so humble and it was it was wonder it was happened in the aisle out and you know the 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 wedding the vows happened inside your booth and i remember as the bride marched down the, you know the march was dum 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 it was you know it was the star wars you know Death Star theme. The Death March. I and, picked the wrong march. I picked the Death March instead of the Wedding March. I couldn't you know, remember the Wedding March. It was <laughs> good. It was good. But then you got up and you went total Princess Bride on us. Marriage. Yeah. Love. Woo. Love. I mean, it was wonderful. I mean, it was, it was funny. But it, but here's the thing. It was so sweet, and they were such a beautiful couple. That was, and you could see. They've just had eyes for each other, you know. I mean, to be a part of that and for you to bring that to our show, it was such a, a beautiful thing. And and I know that there's kind of a story here about this, which is they they asked you to do this stuff and you had to tell them no, right? Um, sort of. So uh, last year. Uh, we were at Stitches West, and um, Alyssa was there. Uh, well, the crew was there, and we were talking. And she was. Uh, the topic had come up about her and Xander finally like getting married and picking a date and stuff. And she was saying that she wanted to get married on February twenty second. And we all kind of look at her and go that's great, Alyssa, but we're not going to be there if you get married on that date because that's the Saturday of Stitches. So unless you have your wedding at Stitches, like, we won't be there. And she's like, well, I can't have my wedding without you. Like, you guys are my family. Like, we can't – I can't do it without you. So we're like, well, I mean, unless you do it, like, at the show, like, I'm sorry, like, we can't be there unless you pick a different day. And she's like, I mean, I guess I could get married at Stitches. And, you know, we were kind of joking about it, not thinking, like, that she would actually, you know, want to get married at the show. And so uh, we brought it up to Nathania. We were like, so, Super hypothetical. Could we have a wedding here at the show? <laughs> and she just kind of looked at us like, I mean, maybe? <laughs> and said, you know, she talked to you and Benjamin and figure stuff out. And Alyssa talked to Xander. And they are nauseatingly cute together, and you oh, are gosh, very yeah. right, Benjamin, as they only have eyes for each other, and Xander is probably the most laid-back person that exists, and whatever yeah. makes Alyssa happy is all he cares about. So if Alyssa wants to get married in a yarn show with, you know, all her friends, that's what's happening. So that was it. So then, uh, you know, we talked to Nathania a little bit more and was like, I guess, you know, bride and groom are on board. So as long as it's okay with, you know, the Stitches team and, you know, whatever legal things that, you know, we have to abide by, I guess we're having a wedding. I mean, (laughs) you know, I... 
I, 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 I sometimes think about those things and think, oh, I just don't want to deal with it, all that junk today. Let's just, just, let's just do what we want to do, you know. <laughs> but amen. You know, it, was, it was, it was, it was wonderful, and I cried, um, you know, like a baby, and uh, Nathaniel cried like a baby. And my whole team showed up. And Kelly, uh, my my social media and photographer, she did a great job with those pics too. She had, she did great. Yeah, amazing, phenomenal. Yeah, yeah. She just, our, our, she she kind of donated her services to being the wedding photographer, and uh, and she she did a great job about that. Thank you, Kelly, if you're listening to the show. Yeah. All right. So and thank you for having her do that. It was fantastic. It was so sweet of her to. To take the pictures, she took amazing photos. She did. Amazing. Yeah, she's 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 really a, you know, it's it's really funny. She, you know, she she used to be a teacher of ours, and 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 then I needed somebody for social media and photography, and I, she had those things, and I asked her if she'd like switch out from doing that and join the team, and she was like, absolutely, you know. So, I I have a lot of people that are with me that have been with me for a long time, and uh, she's one of them, and I, I don't know what to do without some of the people that have been with me for so long. So anyway, thank you, Kelly. You're wonderful. All right, so the other thing I wanted to talk about before we, you know, we're, we're coming down here close to the end of the interview, and we're doing actually really well on time, folks. I mean, we're only into an hour now, and we've covered a whole bunch of stuff, but one of the things that's happening soon is Fiber World. And the reason I want to bring up Fiber yes. World is not only that you're vending at it, Owing Pigments is, but Helena, you're teaching. What the heck happened there? I, am. I think you didn't tell your well, staff, you didn't tell your crew that you were teaching, did you? <laughs> no, I did. I didn't tell the team until I was like, oh, by the way, I I guess I'm teaching. Well, I threw in an application to teach, and I'm thinking that they'd never approve me to teach. I don't know why. I, imposter syndrome, I guess. That's you know. Yeah, I guess. Uh, it's 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 real. Um, you know, and then they said, "Awesome, we've approved all your classes." And I said, "Really? Okay." So, so um, I've taught before. Um, I've taught dye workshops at some local yarn stores in the area here in Indianapolis, and um, I've taught a few on the road as well. And then I've also taught back when we had our yarn store, taught beginning knitting and crochet almost every week. Um, so, so that's what I'm teaching. And then yeah, we're we we are sponsors of Fiber World. I'm real excited. It's a totally new online fiber festival shenanigans, um, organized and conceived of by um, one of the co-owners of A Hundred Ravens, Kel. Um, yeah. And uh, yeah, well, I don't know. I think it's really job. exciting. Kel, yeah. 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 Kel's other secret job is as a um, professor of. I want to say like game design. I think so. Well, she does. I think she does programming a lot. with an emphasis on game design. He, yeah. yeah, he he does. Yeah, programming and game design. Um, so yeah, so they uh, they hired a bunch of the students in the program to do sort of a summer internship to do the coding to get this thing set up in a in a way that's really unlike any of the other virtual fiber festivals. And the the speed with which they were able to get this all put together is mind blowing. I'm really yeah. uh, really impressed. Yeah. Um, cool. So yeah, so Very it seemed cool. like 
you know, everybody's having to make a whole lot of changes because of the COVID situation. And, you know, we all hope for the best and plan for the worst. And, um, and it seemed like a really fun opportunity to do something a little different. Yeah. No, it's, it's going to be great. And, uh, you know, congratulations. And I hope you do well. Thank you. Um, you deserve it. You yeah. deserve it. All of you deserve it. All you deserve it. All right. So we're coming down close to the end of this thing. Um, anything else coming up for you folks that you want to talk about? Um, I did create a discount code for your Fiber Hooligans on our website. I was going to talk about that. Yeah. Um, yes. Fiber Hooligans is okay. going to be a discount code for all of you listeners out there, oinkpigments.com forward slash discount forward slash hooligan, and I'll post that on the show notes. Um, and uh, thank you very much for doing that for my listeners. Absolutely. And, yeah, the code is hooligan. You can just enter the code hooligan at checkout. You don't have, you can, if that's a little easier than, than multi-slashes and what have you. Um, nope, it's so, totally yeah, good. Um, totally other good. than that, other, yeah, other than that, um, we fly by the seat of our pants a whole lot, so I can't think of any future projects off the top of my head, but quite frankly, August is so full, um, I'm not really thinking uh, We much have a than... really fun Advent calendar coming up uh, for not the normal Advent time, but for our favorite, Halloween. That's right. So uh, the details, details will come out um, soon. So make sure you sign up for the newsletter on OinkFigments.com so you get in on the pre-orders on that because um, I got a sneak preview picture from our designer, and I am so excited. It's very okay. cool. It's going to be real special. Well, and tell then, me a little uh, bit about of course, it. Of the month, this month is always available as a single skein or as a subscription. Um, okay. But yeah, we've got uh, we've always got a lot going on, which is of course again why there's a million spreadsheets. <laughs> and that's and that's Julie's so world, right? To... Julie Julie keeps the spreadsheets. Julie keeps the spreadsheets going, and the the best way to to keep appraised of of what's going on with Wink is always through the the newsletter. I've actually signed up for your newsletter, so I actually you know that's how Woo! I keep track of it. So, all right, we're coming yeah, down to the end of this show. And by the way, thank you so much for making the time. You've been so wonderful. And you know, I know um, that later today you've got a uh, a Sparkle Saturday. And real quickly, I know that uh, that Julie is the uh, the inspirator behind Sparkle Saturday. So let's talk real quickly, Julie, about Sparkle Saturday and what that looks like. Yeah. Um, so original interruption. Uh, original Sparkle, Sparkle Saturday, Saturday started as um was for uh me and Harper and Leslie from Laser Sheep um and then the gals from Jam PDX we all had these light up twinkle skirts from uh thinkgeek.com before that was uh, not a thing anymore um and they're there's skirts that have like a little battery pack and they have twinkle lights in them um and we're like Okay, let's all wear them on the Saturday of Stitches. And anyone else who wants to participate, like, they'll just wear sparkles. And we'll just do a thing, and then we'll call it Sparkle Saturday. And it will be super fun. Everyone will just, you know, 
anybody who you see wearing sparkles of any kind, you say, congratulations, you're participating, and it'll be super fun and make people happy. Um, and then it kind of spiraled from there, and we try to do it now at every show on the Saturday of the show because usually Saturday is the easiest day to do it, even though it's kind of the busiest day. There's no teardown. There's no setup. There's usually not, like, something you have to worry about the night before. Like, it's the easiest day to wear a, you know, full sequent dress if you want to, um, as several of us have. You know, and, and <laughs> uh, I've, because, I've done that, I've done that yeah, so many because, times myself, you know. Yeah. Um, but, like, you don't have to worry about the teardown or the setup on a Saturday, so wearing, you know, a sparkly dress or tuxedo vest or, you know, what have you isn't going to impede your movement. Um, nope. So that's where it kind of started is just a, you know, let's have a lot of fun and really make it something that festival goers are going to, like, ask about and just really have fun with it because, like, who cares? Rules are meant to be – rules are all made up. So, like, why not wear sparkles and have fun? Um, and so once COVID hit and we really couldn't do Sparkle Saturday at shows, which we were supposed to uh, – both East and West were supposed to be at a show the same weekend, and that didn't happen. We're like, okay, well, what if we stream Sparkle Saturday? And we kind of just, like – talk to our customers and we'll wear sparkles and we'll just do that. And nice. um, now we've been streaming every week on Twitch, uh, twitch.com, slash my pigments. Twitch.tv slash my pigments. Which, which for your farmer hooligans, this, this is a place for usually it's video gamers that use Twitch, but it's other people are starting to use it now too. Yeah. It started out yeah. as, a, as a mainly video game streaming platform, but it's definitely expanded in the last few years. Um, yep. Our friends at the Polys, they stream their uh, yep. play throwing. I saw that too. Yeah. Um, and it's so soothing. If you just need to, like, relax. Watching Amanda throw throw uh, cups and such, are just, it's mesmerizing. Um, cool. But, yeah, so we just get on Twitch, and every Saturday we stream for, like, an hour, and usually we talk about snacks and what's going on in our lives, a little talk about yarn here and there, but mostly just nonsense. Well, it's 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 about coffee, too. I mean, coffee's become a thing. I know that from listening to you in the past. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. lots of coffee, yeah. lots of snacks. Lots of, lots of coffee, lots of snacks, you know, and it's important. It's important that you stay with the basics, okay? Indeed. All right, so we're coming down to it. Two last questions for each and every one of you. Uh, we'll start out with uh, Alexa Alexa first. Uh, any shout-outs that you'd like to make out today? Um, I will shout-out to Kathy, uh, who is our mommyan, as she has dubbed herself. Helena? Um, I'm going to shout out to my brother, Will, the OG minion. Nice. Julie? Uh, I'm going to give a shout out to um, our lovely Alyssa. That's fantastic. 
and Harper. Uh, I am going to give a shout-out to Sark. Okay, great. Last question before I let you let you go, then, and, and I'm going to start with Lexa because she had an answer last time and she doesn't want any of you to steal her answer. In this troubled time, what advice can you give to my Fiber Hooligan listeners? Um, so Julie sort of said it a minute ago, but uh, the rules are made up. Like, they're just guidelines. Uh, definitely when it comes to crafting and knitting and crochet and any sort of craft, like, have fun. Do whatever you want. Don't feel like you need to follow a specific timeline or pattern or anything. It's just suggestions. Do what you want. There's no rules in quarantine. (laughs) Well, there there are, but and no one's following them. If there were, we'd be through this already. But yes, I get your point. That's true. Yes. <laughs> That's With true. the exception of social distancing and wearing a mask, and, and a mask. those those right. are not suggestions. No, but those are, those are as far as you know, wear that ridiculous ball gown or you know whatever. Yep. Have fun. Yep. Good for you. All right. So, Helena. Oh, no. <laughs> I, and here's the thing. I gave you like a week's warning, you know. I so. know, yeah. and I still didn't do my homework. I'm the captain procrastinator. All right, mine is going to be um, embrace your inner cat lady. Okay. I dig and it. We're going to let it just go yeah, right there. Gonna we're not go, gonna, yeah. We're not going to qualify That's that it. That's all we're I got. You know, the the ages are going to be questioning that. That's what we want. Okay, Julie. Uh, so I'm going to roll off of uh, wear the ball gown. Like, wear it to the okay. supermarket. Who cares? Like, wh- who cares what other people think about you in any manner? The only person who it really matters what they think about you is yourself. And caring about yourself is powerful. So... You know, if you feel like wearing a ball gown to the supermarket, do it. Who cares? What are they going to – What somebody's going to say something to you? Like, that's their problem, not yours. You might have an issue getting in and out of your car, but, like, other than that, who cares? <laughs> well, it's only the hoops that give you a problem. And, uh, you know, and so, yeah. But they make collapsible hoops now, too, I've heard. I'm just, just saying, mm-hmm. I've heard. I have no per- personal knowledge about this, obviously. All right. Uh, Harper. Um, my advice is, uh, if you are starting in a new skill, uh, just remember that any mistakes that you might make are actually just, uh, advanced techniques that you are doing accidentally, uh, and that you will have to relearn later. So you're actually just doing really well. You just don't know it yet. See, I love that. That's, that's fantastic. Okay. So I want to thank you all again for finding the time to get this done. Um, uh, I, I, this is going to be my last podcast for about four or five weeks because I need to go offline and, and concentrate on some other things. And I'm really happy that when people come to my show, this is what's going to sit up there for a couple of weeks because I think they'll be very entertained and, and inspired by the four of you. So thank you very much for making that time. Um, you know, first, um, 
you know, uh, Helena, thank you so much for kind of brokering this stuff going on back and forth. I know you were my first contact on that. I am very bossy, so you're you're welcome. I'm good at <laughs> good at herding cats. Good at herding cats. See previous re inner cat lady. <laughs> no, Alexa, it, it 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 was absolutely a pleasure to get to talk to you both in the pre-interview and in the interview. Um, you are obviously a a motivated uh, person to and creative, and it, it was really wonderful to be able to talk to you. Thank you so much, and thank you so much for having us. This has been super fun, and uh, it's been great getting to know you more. And, uh, yeah, this has been super fun. Uh, Julie, I, I, I feel for you because I'm one of those organized people that has to, you know, herd artistic people. And uh, unlike you, I have no artistic ability whatsoever. Um, but I, I do have to, like, you know, be the person in, in charge and, and do all that kind of stuff. And the fact that you can do both, well, okay, I'm a little jealous, I should say. Um, but I also feel for you because, you know, it, it's a lot of work. And uh, I want to thank you for, for being on the show and, and to say that, that you're wonderful and it was it was really nice to get to know you a little better. Oh, thank you. It's my pleasure to be here. And Harper, again, I think you were the first person I met when I first came to the Young Pigments booth many years ago, and uh, you, you made an impression, and uh, you continue to make an impression. And I, and I want to thank you for, you know, continuing to be you and also continuing for ad, to advocate for the things that, that, that you find important because we need to always continue to have the conversations. And, um, you know, thank you, for, thank you for being you and making our world better. Thank you. It's been um, uh, my pleasure to to talk with you and get to know you better. And um, I really appreciate you giving us the opportunity to um, to, to talk to your listeners and to make the world uh, around us a little better. All right. Thank you. So I'm going to say goodbye to all of you, and then I'm going to close out the show um, uh, uh, to one and all. Thank you very much. And. Uh, you know, have a beautiful weekend and a glorious week, all right? All right. Thank you. You too. All right. Thank Bye-bye. You. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. That was Alexa, Helena, Julie, and Harper from Oink Pigments. I'm really fond of those folks. Links to some of the things we talked about today will be posted on the show notes for this episode, and we're going to try to get those show notes up on Fiber Hooligan uh, within the next day or so. Next Monday, there will not be a show. In fact, I'm going to be taking uh, the next four to five weeks off to focus on the new Stitches website, as well as our new Stitches at-home virtual product. Uh, I'll be back, and I've got some great guests lined up, so please don't forget about me or the show. Um, I'd like to... um, Thank my guest, guests Alexa, Helena, Julie, and Harper for being on the show today. I'd like to thank the XRX and Stitches crew for encouraging me to start this podcast up again. I'd like to thank my partners and family, David, Elaine, and Alexis, for their support. I'd especially like to thank my dear wife, Krista, for always believing in me. I'd like to thank Libby Butler-Gluck for her encouragement and help. And today I'd like to send an extra shout-out to my sister, Donna. Happy birthday. I love you, dear. And, of course, I'd like to thank all of you for listening. Well, that's our show, Fiber Hooligans. As we slide on out of here today, I'd like to wish you all a glorious week. Remember, the only thing better than being creative is being kind to each other. 
the good news, we can do both. Thank you for spending this time with us. I hope you'll join me next month for another edition of Fiber Hooligan. Thank you.